0: There is not a single other genre that is as closely related to the guitar than the blues. Maybe the blues got you into guitar. Maybe the guitar got you into the blues. Either way, today is going to be a special day because I'm going to be sharing with you the 10 best acoustic blues albums ever to be recorded. Hey, TAC family. Welcome to episode 193 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. This show is all about bringing fun, focus, and progress to your guitar journey through my weekly Guitar Geek list, plus success stories from your fellow TAC members. Do you ever feel like you're more of a guitar dabbler than a guitar player? Well, today you're going to learn what lies at the heart of every guitar player's guitar journey. Yes, you're going to be learning how to embrace your identity as a guitar player from TAC member Moonhair, who just ended a 41-year guitar dabbling stint. 41 years you're gonna meet Moonhair, plus you're gonna see a video that he created to celebrate his identity as a guitar player plus you're gonna get your weekly dose of acoustic guitar news you can use which includes a thought-provoking music series plus a look at one of my favorite artists songwriting process but first let's dig into the 10 best acoustic blues albums ever to be recorded ever in history ever to be recorded the 10 best coming right up Okay. Quick disclaimer, before we get started, I'm going to share with you these 10 albums and I'm going to feature a song from each one, but just in case they get pulled because of copyright, you might be thinking, I want to still hear the song. Don't worry. I've got you covered. I'm going to create a Spotify playlist that includes a song from each of the albums I'm about to share with you. Okay. With that disclaimer being stated, let's carry on. This was an incredibly difficult list to make. I know I've said that before when I've made lists on the acoustic Tuesday show, but this one is the top of the heap when it comes to difficulty, because I have so many favorite acoustic blues albums and I had to whittle it down to 10. And Holy smokes, I've got one hell of a list for you. Let's kick it off with the number 10 position and coming in at number 10 is Mississippi blues by book white originally released in 1964 on the Tacoma records label. Holy smokes. This album contains all the mojo, all the raw grittiness you'd want from a blues album. And wow, his voice is stunning plus his approach to the guitar. Yeah, this is a darn good album. Let's take a listen to a song from that album entitled Aberdeen, Mississippi Blues. Here it is. in at number nine is none other than lead belly now it was tough for me to pick a single album from lead belly because well it seems like every album is a compilation of various recordings from various times that being said i did settle on one of those and it was brought to us by the archive of folk music simply entitled lead belly and i believe originally released in 1939. this contains everything you want from lead belly this contains everything you want from a blues album and his voice is darn right scary. Yes, his voice is plain scary, and it just drips the blues. Let's listen to a tune that was included on that compilation entitled, yes, Gallows Pole." Next up in the number eight position is an album originally released in 1959 on the Folkway Records label. It's a self-titled album from Lightning Hopkins. And I have to say, of all the albums on this list, this is one I continue to come back to and continue to be wowed by. So let's go ahead and listen to a song included on that album entitled See That My Grave Is Kept Clean.
1: One kind favor I'll ask to you. See that my grief feels kept
0: clean. On to the number seven position, and coming in at number seven is Mance Lipscomb's Trouble in Mind. This album was originally recorded in the summer of 1960, and when it was released, to the best of my knowledge, it was released in three volumes. Volume one is my favorite, it contains a lot of second takes, and there's quite a few tunes on this album. But let's go ahead and listen to one entitled Captain Captain my captain what time of day
1: he looked at his wife and he just walked away
0: Just incredible guitar work from Mance Lipscomb and just a a phenomenal album, like I said. Let's move on to the number six position and coming in at number six is Skip James. Specifically, the album Skip James Today, which I believe was his first release for the Vanguard label, originally released in 1965. Let's go ahead and listen to a song included on that album entitled Crow Jane. Someday, baby, you know you die. You die. We are smack dab in the middle of this countdown and coming in at the number five position is Sun House, specifically a live album that he recorded at the Gaslight Cafe in 1965. It was released by Document Records and the song we're going to target is Death Letter Blues. Talk about shivers down your spine. Let's check it out. You
1: know I The
0: The number four position is held by Big Bill Brunsie, specifically the album Big Bill's Blues, released in 1958. Quick side story with Big Bill Brunsie, and then we'll go ahead and listen to him play something. When I worked at the Old Town School of Folk Music, uh, when Big Bill passed away, I believe he willed his guitar to the Old Town School of Folk Music. If I'm not mistaken, it was a Triple O 28. Well, this guitar underwent a bunch of repairs at Martin Guitar and then came back to the school when I was working. And I had a chance to sit down and play this guitar and holy smokes. Now, now, if you've watched Acoustic Tuesday before, you may have heard this story, but I, my hair just stood on end talking about it. Talk about a, a blues religious experience. Just, just wow. Feeling the neck, smelling the guitar, hearing the tone. Ah, oh, what a magical guitar geek moment. So yes, the number four position is held by Big Bill Brunzi. Again, specifically the album Big Bill's Blues. Let's go ahead and listen to a tune included on that album entitled Trouble in Mind.
1: You know the sun, sun gonna shine. In my back someday.
0: We're on to the top three. Yes, indeed, we've made it to the top three. And the album that holds the number three position is an album that had a huge impact on me and my guitar life, specifically on the finger-picking end of the spectrum. This is an album that, when I heard it, everything seemed to zoom into focus. Everything seemed to click and I really fell into the finger picking rabbit hole. What's the album tone originally released in 1966 on the Vanguard label. It's Mississippi John hurts today. I believe this was his first release on the Vanguard label and wow, this album is pure finger-picking magic. It's pure blues finger-picking magic. From his technical ability to his laid-back style, this album contains so many things that I love. Let's go ahead and listen to a song off of this album entitled Spike Driver Blues. <laughs> you
1: just take his hammer and carry it to my captain. Oh, tell him
0: i just cannot express how amazing i truly think that album is let's move on to the number two spot and the album holding the number two spot if you're a blues fan is a must own album period end statement if you like the blues in any capacity this album better be in your collection and i think you think you know what i'm gonna say but i don't think you know what I'm going to say. This album is a compilation of sorts containing works recorded in the year 1929. This compilation was organized and put out by Document Records and the artist, Charlie Patton. Yes, the the full title is The Document Records Complete Recorded Works, Volume 1, Charlie Patton. Yes, uh, this is an album that like I said, you must own, I have said it before. I, well, I just said it and I'll say it 10 months, 10 years from now, this album contains all the things the blues are. It has everything and you need it in your collection. Let's listen to a track off of that album entitled down the dirt road blues. Here we are at the number one spot. We've arrived. And you know the last album I just talked about, the Charlie Patton compilation, and I said it was a must-own if you're a blues fan? This next album is a must-own if you're a music fan. If you like rock and roll, you should own this album. If you like bluegrass, you should own this album. If you like blues, you probably already own this album. The number one spot is occupied by none other than Robert Johnson and the album, King of the Delta blues singers originally recorded. Uh, it's a compilation of recorded works from 1936 to 1937 and simply due to the mythology, simply due to the music, simply due to everything about this album. That's why it's in the number one spot. I can't express, how much of a necessity this album is. I'm at a loss for words. So let's just go ahead and listen to Robert Johnson play Preachin' Blues, Up Jump the Devil. Let's check it out. Mm-hmm. I love this morning. Our blues walking
1: like a man.
0: The dust has settled, I've shared with you my picks for the 10 best acoustic blues albums ever to be recorded. But I kind of want to keep this list going, so I'm hoping the comments section will serve as an extended list of sorts, because I had to cut a lot of albums from my original list. So in the comments below, let me know an album that you think should have been on my list. The fight against being a guitar dabbler is a very real thing. I want you to meet TAC member Moonhair. For the last 41 years, Moonhair was simply dabbling with the guitar. And in just the last year, he's claimed his identity as a guitar player. He's having fun, he's focused, and he's experiencing more progress than ever. In fact, I'm going to take a quote from the video you're about to see. In the last 41 years, he says, I've only really had about one year's worth of progress. Wow but I want you to learn from Moonhair himself. In fact, I want you to learn how he went from guitar dabbler to full on guitar player. It's a very interesting journey. And I think you'll really enjoy this video he created. Here he is.
1: Okay. If we could just uh, grab our drinks, settle down. Um, we've got a new member to the group today. So I don't know if you'd like to say a few words. My name is Darren and I'm a dabbler. Hello, Darren. hello, hello Darren. Darren. good to well, see you. Good to see you. Thank you, yeah. guys. Remember you're in a safe, safe space, space now, mate, so don't, don't worry. <laughs> so I'm going to show you something truly shocking and it's behind this door. So basically this is where my guitars come to die. And uh, you don't have to look far to see cobwebs and oh my god look at that (laughs) so this one that i got for my 18th birthday is coming with me and it's gonna have a new life so as you can probably see from my setting i am actually a musician um i have toured all over the world i've done everything from little pubs to stadiums um, Australia, Europe, all over. And that has been a real journey. I mean, I love music. I've loved it since I was a child. I always used to climb up on my grandfather's piano and bash around on that. At the age of 14, I was given a little uh, nylon-strung acoustic guitar by my uncle, who was a really good guitarist. And I blagged my way into my first school band playing rhythm guitar. I learned three chords. And my friend Gary said, yeah, okay then, and we did the gig, the gig, three songs, and I was miming to two of them. Um, But the progress that I've made with guitar has been the classic thing that Tony describes in his intro video to this course. You know, picking it up, playing a few chords, a little bit of finger picking, bits and pieces, putting it down, leaving it for another three or four years picking it up again, fingers hurt, put it down again. I've made one year's progress in 41 years. And I don't think I've even made that now because I can't remember a thing that I was doing before. So why now? Why this course and why now? So back in February, I recorded a piece of music for my dear friend, uh, Chewy, who's a fellow biker. We've, We've traveled all over the UK. Um, up into the mountains of Scotland, across the Wales. Fantastic times. Um, he was seriously ill at that stage with cancer and I thought, I'll create a musical portrait of him. And it was, a, you know, it, as you can hear from the music, very heavily guitar-based. We shared a love of rock music um, and acoustic. Uh, but every single rhythm guitar, lead guitar, acoustic guitar on that track, even the bass, was played on a keyboard and I thought wouldn't it have been nice if I could have recorded that using real guitars Chewie died three weeks later and the music was played at this funeral and I was really proud of it but I just wanted that authenticity to get with playing a real guitar and then out of the blue Uh, a musical project that I've been doing with my friend in Australia who um, was Gary from my original first school band, the Three Chord Wonder that I was at the time, asked me to put some keyboards on a a track for him for an EP and this package arrived suddenly and it had the CD in it so I got the the EP CD, lovely guitar on the back of that I got a T-shirt with the cover and the words don't stop written on the front and best of all, a don't stop plectrum. So how could that not be a sign to actually pick up my guitar and do it for real this time and not dabble, not make excuses, not leave it pinned to a wall dead like a butterfly behind glass, And so now my guitar, this beautiful thing that my parents bought me for my 18th birthday is being used again and I am thoroughly enjoying it. And I just can't wait to get in here every day, pick it up and do those various exercises and bits and pieces, you know, sort of learn my my chords and my strumming patterns. It's just been the best experience. Um, so I'm going to carry on I'm still rubbish but I'm getting there I'm actually making progress that that first 30 days my my fingers still hurt a bit but they're getting there and thank you Tony thank you to the 30 day challenge and I look forward to being part of this community going forward take care guys
0: To hear that he's excited to sit down and play the guitar every day is awesome to hear that he's chosen to dust off that guitar for good this time and commit to a guitar routine that has him playing every day that has him having fun and being focused every day and experiencing that progress is absolutely incredible and I wanted to share that video with you because I wanted to show you that it's possible. I think a lot of times we can look back at our guitar journey and say I guess I'll just kind of screw around with the guitar. I'll never really sit down and be focused. I'll never really sit down and progress beyond where I'm at. That's not true. And Moonhair is perfect evidence of that. So I want to thank him for sharing that video. I want to thank him for creating that video and kind of well sharing his journey with all of us guitar geeks. Speaking of guitar geeks, let's head on over to Baltimore, Maryland, where we're going to check out a guitar arsenal from Edward Sparks. And here's what he has in his guitar arsenal. Although I have a collection that has reached 40 instruments of various makes, the instruments pictured here are all ones I've built myself. I do not build to sell, only for my own use gigging and recording. Here are the instruments left to right. A TRS Bass 2 semi-hollow fretless bass, a TRS solid body fretless bass, an FFB-1 bass modeled after a 70s Fender Tele bass, next up a six string Gibson lap steel, Gibson referring to the name of the cat on the headstock, Next up, oh, and this one has an interesting story, a piccolo mandolin with a Falcon headstock inlay given to him by Paul Reed Smith back in the early days, pre-fame and factory when he was our local go-to repair guy in Annapolis. Next up, a semi-hollow electric 12-string modeled after one pictured with David Crosby in the early days. Next, the Lily guitar named after his granddaughter, that's super sweet. And then finally, the Peppercaster, an LP style body with Strat electronics and a Tele headstock. Wow, Edward what an amazing guitar signal, and the fact that you built those guitars makes it all the much more guitar geeky. Now I know you're sitting there at home watching the show thinking I've got a guitar signal." I want to get my guitar signal featured on the Acoustic Tuesday show. Well, before I tell you how to do that, I've got another guitar signal that I want to show you. This one's from Bozeman, Montana, and it's brought to you by Emerson Towns Polo Castro. Yes, indeed, my nine month old son wanted to share his guitar signal with you. Here's what he's got a Baby Einstein Old McDonald edition, and lastly, a Baby Einstein plush rock star guitar. Now I'm sure Emerson's guitar arsenal will grow throughout the years, but he wanted to submit that guitar arsenal to prove that you're never too young and you're never too old to submit a guitar arsenal. And you can have a ton of guitars or just a few that you really love. All guitar signals are welcome. Now, I know you're thinking, now, okay, well, if he can do it, I can definitely do it. So, here are the three steps I want you to follow when submitting your guitar signal. First up, go to acoustictuesday.store and pick out your favorite guitar signal shirt. I'm going to talk to Emerson about this. He didn't do that. Next up, once that shirt arrives, I want you to go ahead and put it on and take a picture amongst all of your guitars. And then, lastly, please visit acousticlife.tv. Once you're there, click on the submit link in the top menu. You can upload your guitar signal picture and then describe what is in it. I want to turn back time and go to episode 187 of the show where I talked about Towns Van Zant. That was some episodes back, but there were some juicy comments on that show and I want to feature a few right now. The first one comes from Thomas V in response to me asking what's your favorite Towns Van Zant lyric. Here's what he says. I think Poncho and Lefty is one of the finest songs ever written. Strangely, Poncho needs your prayers, it's true, but save a few for Lefty 2 has always hit me hard. Well, not just you, Thomas. In fact, there were a ton of comments on that show quoting that exact lyric from that exact song. So you are in very good company, Thomas. Our next comment comes from Michael Holden, and he says this. I love this. It's currently 1.15 a.m. I watched this video, then started listening to Towns Van Zandt five hours ago. Still listening and just made some coffee. Thank you for this. I've listened to TVZ for a long time, but I never ever gave him an honest listen. And I feel like I've been overlooking a treasure. The inspiration this music is giving me is just immeasurable. Let's get to work. Uh, What a great comment from Michael. And it's true. You know, I've listened to Towns for a really long time as well. But when you really start digging into his lyrics... It is pure magic and a a treasure, just just as he said. Um, Wow, I strongly recommend getting some lyric sheets for those songs and just reading through it as if you were reading a poem or a book because just wow, just plain wow. Our next comment comes from David Scoggins, and he says this, and I love this. From one metalhead to another, who also really digs town, Van Zandt, Thanks for the show, Tony. Towns Van Zant. I left off the S. I'm sorry about that. Uh, yes, indeed. From one metalhead to another. Uh, cheers, David. Uh, that just goes to show you can be a metalhead and still like singer-songwriters. You can still like folk music. You can still be a metalhead. These, these two things can coexist in absolute harmony. Our next comment comes from Joshua373. He says this. Tony, I've been watching Acoustic Tuesday for around four years now. I rarely comment, but I wanted to just say how much I look forward to and enjoy the show. Thank you for putting this out each week. Joshua, you're welcome. Uh, man, thanks for watching and thanks for commenting. I think in the radio world, they call that uh, a longtime listener, first-time caller. And uh, man, I'm just, I'm just glad you, you chimed into the conversation. Thanks again for watching. Our next comment comes from Salvador Celestino. And he says this, when you mentioned Schaumburg, Illinois, hey, that's not too far from where I live. Cheers, man. Love your show. Well, that's outstanding. Thanks for, uh, thanks for commenting. It's so cool that, uh, you know, whenever I mention that I'm from Schaumburg, people start seem they seem to start chiming in saying, hey, I, you know, I live in Buffalo Grove. I live in Hanover Park. Um, it's pretty cool to know that the guitar geek community is, uh, is tiny. Uh, and our last comment, uh, we're going to close things up on a Towns Van Zant lyric that I thought was just simply jaw-dropping. This was brought to my attention by Robert Foster. He says this, a verse from Rex's Blues legs to walk and thoughts to fly, eyes to laugh and lips to cry, a restless tongue to classify, all born to grow and grown to die. It doesn't get much better than that. Well, I concur. Uh, wow, what an absolute, uh, again, I'm going to use the word treasure because it's fresh on my tongue. Brilliant. Pure, pure brilliance from Towns Van Zant. And I want to thank everybody for, uh, for leaving comments on this show and all the past shows. It's always so great to hear from all you guitar geeks. It is now time for acoustic guitar news you can use. Now I've got quite a healthy list for you today, so I'm gonna just get right to work. First up on my list is a look into the songwriting process of one of my favorite artists, Tyler Childers. I was randomly surfing YouTube and I found this video and I thought to myself, This is so cool because it's a glimpse of Tyler in the studio doing some uh, alternate takes of songs that he's already recorded. And it kind of places you in the artist's mind. And I just think it's, I think it's brilliant. We're gonna look at a snippet of it right now.
1: I don't see songwriting as, as a job so much as it's something to do to keep from working. I wrote a lot while I was working I used to work for this company and spend a lot of time denailing. It's pretty zen. Once you get into it, all you're doing is just taking nails out of old wood. When my working day is over, we'll go swim our cares away. When I would get in the swing of things, I'd just start humming melodies to myself. And hearing lines and be like, oh, that would go good with this melody, you know, and then just it was kind of a way to pass, pass the
0: time. The next thing I want to tell you about today is a new single from acoustic guitar virtuoso Mike Dawes. It's entitled Push. He has some special guests and they make the song oh so, oh so good. In fact, there are two versions of the song out. There's a solo version plus the version with special guests. We're going to take a listen to the version with special guests because it's just so cool. It's just pure musical synergy. Let's check it out. I've got another news nugget for you that is, uh we'll classify it in the funny section of the news, the comics section if you will. Uh, this is brought to you by Imperial Vintage Guitars. If you're not following them on Instagram, you have to. Between the guitars and the funny memes they post, this is a must follow account. Well, we're going to look at a meme right now which kind of um, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much defines what happens when you bring home a guitar that you weren't expected to bring home, uh, where the wife or spouse says, did you just buy another guitar to which the response is a very sweaty look. And you have the options of answering a, it was an accident. B I've had that. C I got a deal on it or D you simply ignore it and say, you look very pretty today. Um, I, I, I came upon this meme and I just was cracking up. I wanted to share it with you because I thought you may have found yourself in that situation before. I know I have, and I can tell you right now saying I've had that might work a couple of times. It doesn't always work. So steer clear of that one. Sometimes the deal option works, but uh, more or less, it always induces anxiety and sweating. So uh, best of luck to you, guitar geeks. Uh, Hopefully you found that funny uh, because of the truth involved in it. Uh, I've got one more thing for you, and this is a, a music series that I believe came out in May, but I just found out about it, and it's quite thought provoking, uh, essentially it finds, uh, famous musicians talking about the relationship with their mom. Now this was originally released on mother's day and, uh, to the best of my knowledge, the title is from cradle to stage. And I believe it was produced by Dave Grohl. We're going to look at the trailer right now. And I strongly, strongly recommend checking this out because it just shows, it gives you a glimpse into a very interesting dynamic that is both heartwarming and inspiring. Let's check it out. The relationship between a mother and a musician, it's everything. The last thing I wanted to do was disappoint my mother and say, I don't want to go to school anymore.
1: He loved music. I thought, this is where you'll thrive. I, I wanted to explore the stories of mothers of musicians. So I went on the road with my son, David. Away, I knew that my parents were Holocaust survivors. I saw how hard my mother worked to keep my family together. I,
0: For a Mormon mom to say yes to your child wanting to be in a, like, rock band, no Mormon mom is going to say yes to that. When you grew up where we grew up, music was another member of our family. And on that sweet note, I think it's a great time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show for today. I want to thank you for joining me. But first, before I let you go, let's take a sneak peek into next week. And next week, (laughs) next week, we're going to focus on a punching bag of a song. Yes. We're going to talk about wagon wheel and why it's the best song that you need to have in your repertoire. Yes. Wagon wheel, the acoustic slash folk punching bag of a song. We're going to dig in deep and learn why it's an incredible song and why you need 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 to know it. Yes. That's happening next week on the acoustic Tuesday show. And remember you can catch the acoustic Tuesday show every single Tuesday here on YouTube at 10 AM mountain time. Thank you again for joining me today. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Thank you for being a guitar geek. And remember this, your guitar progress, however you define it, your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day you play thank you again for joining me guitar geeks unite and i'll see you next tuesday on the acoustic tuesday show cheers